What up? It's been a while. I say that every time I record because it's always been a while. I guess it's just kind of the way it goes when uh, this isn't your full-time job. Um, you know, what better day than today to make a little recording and talk about something that's been on my mind lately. It's been on everyone's mind because it's really all you hear about these days. Today or yesterday, whenever, it doesn't matter, was a trans day of visibility. Now, when I heard this, I had to laugh a little bit because, I mean, really, these days, what fucking day isn't a trans day of visibility? Like, you can't take three steps out of your house without hearing someone talk about some issue related to this trans discussion. And frankly, it's getting a little bit tiresome. Um, and it's not because, like, I have any particular hatred towards anybody. I don't. But uh, the reason why it's tiresome is because the conversation, like most of these social cultural issue conversations are always so fucking stupid. Every time they are just based on the dumbest shit. Those observations are reinforced when I go through Twitter and I see the usual narratives that are coming from, you know, folks to, in power to regular people to from celebrities to um, so-called so-called intellectuals. I mean, it's just so dumb. And, you know, we got to this point today where we are now and where we will continue to be for a while mostly because of our own fault. And what fault is that? The fault is that we let this whole thing start in the first place. We approached this issue and the discussion surrounding this issue and the debates with kitty gloves. And, you know, there's plenty of examples of, of situations in which we approach the issues with kitty gloves. For example, immigration, the way George Bush used to approach immigration, very kind of like yeah, like tough on the border in words, but we have to be, you know, considerate and empathetic and sympathetic and blah, blah, blah. Basically all the shit you say to get through in the polling and to survive with your base, but not enough to actually create any change or at least do something that is the right thing uh, to, to sway public opinion in, in a more positive direction. That's where we are with this trans shit. And, you know, even me in my younger years, I, I was much more live and let live when it comes to this issue. And I, you know, in some cases I still am, um, you know, there's a lot of caveats that come with it, but the things I'm observing now are kind of pushing me over the edge. Um, and I see it seeping into my work. I see it seeping into basically everything in the public domain. And the problem with that I have with everything is the way it's pulling in kids or whether the way the attempt is the attempts are being made to groom kids in the process. That's where I draw the line. I mean, I've made my thoughts done on that very, very clearly over the, the episodes that I've recorded. And I just, am not willing to negotiate on it. Like there's no middle ground here. So there's no like, Oh, but maybe the kids should be learning about how maybe their gender doesn't match their identity. No, fuck that man. They don't. Or, or Biden, I mean, I swear to God, one day Pope Francis at Pontifex on Twitter is going to grow a sack and excommunicate this son of a bitch. Because like, think about how stupid what he said yesterday. For those of you who didn't know, he said something about on this trans day, advanced visibility, blah, 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 all the trans, 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 this, talking about how even trans people are made in God's image, which is true. But the issue about transgenderism is that it attempts to say that that image was wrong. The image that God made you in is wrong. It's playing God. And, um, you know, I, I don't usually approach this debate from one of a, a you know, a religious perspective. I, I don't think that's the way to win debates or to, to change minds, but if you're going to bring it up, 
If you're going to be that guy who starts talking about his Catholicism and every fucking Sunday we have to watch you go to church to see your son's grave, you know, it's a sad situation, but every week we got to hear about how holy art thou this guy is, right? And, um, you know, if you're going to be the one to bring it up, we're going to challenge you on it. So back on point, the kids thing, stop sexualizing children. That's really all it is. You're not... You know, this isn't just the same thing as teaching about a mommy and a daddy. It's not about, it's not the same thing as talking about how mommy and daddy came together and the stork comes and a baby comes after that. It is nothing close. Think about your life when you were in grammar school. Like, what the fuck did you know about sex then? What should you have known about sex then? The answer is nothing. But now look around, click around, read articles, look at interviews, people talking about teaching kids kinks and talking about how. Um, oh, the, my favorite one was, uh, there's a Etsy store where a woman is selling underwear to help your four-year-old's tuck, which is apparently something that is a priority for your four-year-old child who thinks they're transgender. That's to tuck their genitals back. So there's a smoother look that, that phrase smoother look is a direct quote from the folks I saw promoting this product on Etsy. Um, no, a day or two ago, that interview leaked of that Disney executive talking about gaying all the things and queering all the things and making trans stuff and blah, blah, blah. And she said something to the effect of, you know, I'm the parent of a pan gender and a transgender or whatever, whatever words she was using. And I thought to myself, you know, you're not, no, you're not, you're, you, you're fucking not the parent of a transgender or pansexual kid. Your kids are the kid, or you know, the, your kids have a child abuse. Uh, you know, they live in a situation in which their parent is committing child abuse. That's what they have. What the parent has is some fucking delusions about who their kids are. It's ridiculous. How much more are we going to project our shit onto kids well before they should be introduced to it? It's not about teaching kids that gays exist. That's fine. That's a, a reality of the culture and, and like the, the norms of society. But we're talking with this trans and all the other things, you know, all the other 55, 60, whatever the fuck it is, genders, you know, that's not so much talking about just two individuals who love each other. It's, it's talking about choices. It's talking about taking something that is generally considered like a, uh, a disorder, right? Gender dysmorphia and turning that into something that is basically a self-prescribed therapy. I mean, what other, whatever, whatever part of medicine does the patient dictate how the care is done? None. And, and the white house is going to start publishing things and talking about how like it's a positive thing to talk about kids possibly being, um, promoted or having like, uh, gender reassignment and other sex affirming or gender reaffirming surgery is done to them when they're children. I mean, that's crazy. I don't care if it's rare. It should never happen. It should, when it's even spoken about or even alluded to, even in the most extremes, it should be met with scorn. It should be met with disgust. It's time to stop responding to this stuff with anything but that scorn, disgust, ire, give it back to them. Guys, I got to tell you, I'm talking to like the trans lobby and any other activist and whoever, whatever, however they identify themselves. You know, there was probably a time where we could have like 
found middle ground on some of these issues, like bathrooms, for example. Yeah, of course. I bet there have been plenty of times where I've gone into a bathroom and there was a trans man next to me. I get it. Like some of you guys are really convincing, you know, but, but what you're basically asking is for people to completely abandon their perceptions and to follow along with whatever, whatever you demand, How, to demand that we see you as you see yourself. You know what? There's a word for that. That's called narcissism. You're basically telling us, and we're slowly lurching towards this period where like people will unironically lobby for this stuff to be codified in law in some way, similar to how the English do it with racial words now. Like I just saw, and I, I pay special mind to this because I'm a Manchester United fan, but some racist prick in the fans or something, or maybe on Twitter was abusing Marcus Rashford. He's a young, really like high powered forward uh, for Manchester United, who's in a particularly bad stretch of his career, um, not not scoring like he used to, and fans are starting to really get on his case about it. And so, like you know, he's getting some abuse online for it because Manchester's not doing great these days anyway. Um, apparently, he said something racially charged to uh, the, some kid. Said something racially charged to Marcus, and he got arrested. Right. That's fucking crazy. But that's the, the path that we're on here when it comes to what the activists um, in the LG, LGBTQ, whatever community are, are, are up to. That's like the, the path we're along. I mean, you could talk all you want about how like First Amendment issues are sound. Expression is sound. And they've already ruled that hate speech is legal, um, which I wouldn't promote anybody to practice. But it's legal nonetheless under the protections of the First Amendment. But just watch, like there's going to be a moving of goalposts here where it's codified or it's, it's, there's, there's attempts to, to justify this type of stuff under something else like violence. Like how often do you hear this? Anytime you raise any issue when it comes to discussing and debating social issues about LGBTQ stuff, um, <clears throat> you know, you raise your concern about something, even in the most respectful of ways. And what's the response to that? Oh, you don't want me to exist. Oh, you wish genocide upon me. Oh, you want me to die. Like, that's what we've limited ourselves to here. And when someone comes at you with that, we aren't like brave enough to call that out. We're not brave enough to approach these illogical, stupid, irrational arguments against us. Um, it'd be different if the arguments here was like about some, some bigoted person just straight up making fun of someone or threatening them. Like that deserves some type of ire being raised against it. But if you're in good faith making arguments about things that are completely legitimate things to argue about, bathrooms is, is, is one of those things, the fact that it's met the way it is, not just by the people defending themselves as trans folks, but but people even in government, people in academia, people who have actual like pull in their communities and on a social level, the fact that they are so quick to jump to these dumbass arguments and that in turn creates like this force that enables these types of social changes where we feel even less inclined to defend ourselves when we have rational ideas and opinions or concerns. And slowly but surely, it becomes more of this normalized thing where that argument becomes like the way to do things. We're teaching kids that that's a solid way to debate, right? Look at the signs that little kids are, are holding up at some of these rallies, some of these school board meetings. Like they're just echoing what their parents say. And what their parents say has a, has more or less like the intellectual... Um, 
you know, if you had to give it a grade or assign their argument, what they're saying on their stupid ass signs to like an age or a grade level, we're talking about like the arguments that an eight-year-old makes when they're arguing about a toy or having a fight with their little sister. These aren't smart discussions we're creating here. And you're not going to see the the pro-trans stuff lobby like change that. It's working for them. Look at the way companies grovel to this shit. Look at this thing, look around your workplace and ask what the hell is going on? What kind of training is your company de- dedicating money towards? Right? I mean, f- I can't get into the ones at my workplace, but all I'll say is that like money is being spent on this kind of thing to send people to these social justice woke factories for bullshit certificates, bullshit degrees, just to get the parade to grow longer and longer and longer with what they call allies, which in one of my first ever episodes, I made note of as being interesting to me as a word choice, because what is the opposite of an ally or what happens if you're not someone's ally? You're typically their enemy. In rare cases, you're neutral. Can can anyone like with a straight face say that they've heard uh, an activist say, hey, just, you, you do you be a neutral party in this? No. It's either you're with the narrative or you're an enemy to it. They're coming at your kids for this. If they break down what something as simple as man and woman, what what limit do they have on breaking anything else down? No limit. There's no wall. Right now, this whole gender thing of or the difference between what is a man and a woman, like the, the wall is so small that these fuckers just hop right over it. They hop over it with words. They hop over it with these faux intellectual slash academic ideas that mean absolutely nothing. And it's powerful. And it's coming straight down from the top, straight from the leaders, right? Look at uh, Katanji Brown, the Supreme Court nominee uh, for, for to replace Justice Breyer. She knows damn well what the fuck a woman is. But no. When pressed about it, she can't define it because she's not a biologist. That's hilarious. I mean, I think that Katanji Brown is actually a pretty intelligent person. I think that's that enough, that should be more than obvious to most people, regardless of her politics. And it is true that she ruled in favor of Trump on a couple of things here and there. So, I mean, there is room to say, hey, you know, props to someone for being impartial in spite of their political opinions. But even this person who is set, I mean, she's going to be confirmed. She's set to become one of the leading justices of the land. And she's afraid, not that she didn't know, not that she was confident in her answer. She was afraid of what would happen to her from the from the people who would support her anyway. If she were to, to make that, ex, what they figure or what they seem as a, ex, or what they consider an extremist judgment call about what a woman is by trying to define it. And the media around that time, man, was funny. Like all these articles about how scientists say that it's not so clear what the difference between bullshit, bullshit. Don't let your kids believe this stuff. When they come to you and ask about the shit that their teachers are telling them, tell it to them straight up. Don't sugarcoat it. It's not worth it. There's only a, as I, as I approached my forties, I realized there's only so much time to develop a child's brain for them to take that and turn that into adulthood and into their life's path. Don't waste even a second on nonsense like that. There is more evidence of the existence of Santa Claus than there is of this idea that there is more to it than just being male and female. 
I understand people express themselves however they fucking want and they make up words. As Dave Chappelle said, people make liberals make up words to, to win arguments and they're doing it here. Listen, what adults do is their business. Even if I, you know, I, I actually know a couple of trans people myself. I mean, I'm going to, I'm, if I'm friends with someone, that's it. I'm their friend. I'm not going to fucking degrade someone. It's not about hurting people. It's not about being bigoted. It's about the fact that we're no longer talking about just letting people do their thing. Everything about this is a demand to people who, from the opinion of activists, have no right to just believe or perceive what they do, what they believe or they perceive themselves. They're telling you you don't have a right to being you. Trans folks out there, I gotta tell you, you know, some of you are pulling this off very well. I see pictures sometimes, I'm like, holy shit, that trans female really looks like a female. I get it. Like, it works, and you've probably been doing that for a long time. Your family knows, and they're supportive, and that's great. I would never promote someone's family disowning them for their choices like this. It's, it, it's actually a time to support and, and understand what's, what your loved ones are going through. That's not the topic. We're not talking about that. The topic is twofold, maybe a couple other fold, trifold, quadfold, whatever, but it's about what you are demanding of people. It's how you're morphing language, and I'll get to that more in a second. It's how you're morphing language and basically defacing it. And it's about what you're doing to kids and the reasons why you do it. On the language front, I mean, um, you know, it, I hear people talk about how language evolves all the time, and it's true, it does. And when it comes to like what is proper English, the answer is that proper English is any English that can be understood and communicated, right? So you might hear someone speaking slang, and it's just terrible, and it makes your your ears want to blow up and and uh, you'll burn in Hades. But the truth is, if people can understand it, it's proper. That's at least how we understand it as linguists of what makes or doesn't make proper language. When, if what you're looking for is something that is that can be written or used in like a college paper or something, we're talking about something else. We're talking about language that is like uh, centralized and turned into something more scholarly and academic for the purposes of uh, normalizing like a single way in which to communicate and speak and share ideas and learn. That's a little different than evolution, but this isn't evolution. Telling someone that you're a juror isn't evolution. Telling someone to call you two-spirit isn't evolution. They, them, it's Ella, I, uh, Z's, I, all this shit. That's not evolution. That's prescription. You're telling someone and demanding. You're saying, hey, I made this up. Even, even if it's a group, you're saying, hey, I made this up. So follow it. Otherwise, you're wrong. That's nonsense. If your friends and the ones that, you, that believe in this crap want to do it, great. Good for them. If I know you personally, I'm going to do my best to make you more comfortable. It's not a problem. I'm not going to complain about it the way we're complaining about it now. But if we're going to have the discussion about why it's controversial, let's be real about it. When it comes to evolution of language, the actual evolution of language is more of a, a discussion about the like, human anthropology, about movement, about culture, how it shifts over time and space. When we talk about evolution, it's about how, like, for example, the word ahlan to say hello in like the Arab languages kind of morphed into like salam and, and, uh, allo and hello. And then, you know, it eventually becomes something that in the Western world is hello, right? 
that's ang- language evolution. It's really interesting to see it and to watch it. Like, for example, just writing down words on a map that change over time. Sometimes the changes aren't, you know, they don't have an explanation. It's kind of interesting to explain, to, to see where cultures stopped and started back in the day when they didn't have the benefit of, of rail and air travel. Like the way ideas move now is just crazy fast. And this movement has benefited from that speed. Things can move so fast that we don't even have a time to critique them and maybe get people who could have approached these in more level-headed ways to sign on to discussing things like that, as opposed to jumping to the conclusion that because someone is telling you something, they're right. And because it's weird to you, you have to be wrong. Bullshit. That's not how it works. Oh, but people have to feel comfortable. People have to feel okay and safe in their spaces. Stop with this safe shit. People who are killed, even trans people who are killed, are typically killed by people that they know. It's usually in some type of group that associates you with someone else. Sometimes it's the result of some kind of mutual misunderstanding or mutual aggression. I mean, no one wants to challenge your safety. No one wants to take away your human rights to not being murdered, not being killed, which is often the narrative that's thrown at us. We have a right to not be murdered. Everyone has a right to not be murdered. It has nothing to do with you being trans or not. And ultimately, any murderer, murderer who eventually makes the decision to carry out that egregious act decides in that moment they're going to deprive you of that right. Any victim of murder is deprived of that right to life, regardless of whether you're trans, whether you're a jur, whether you're a he, whether you were, you're a, a whatever. It doesn't matter. So we're talking about threats to some people that exist for all people. It just depends on who you are and who you're with and the actions you take in your life. Ultimately, we're talking about a, such a small portion of society. That doesn't mean I, I wish for anyone to be mistreated. I don't want them to be mistreated either. But that's not the point. The point is that we're talking about a group of folks and we're talking about all these issues and how they're supposed to apply to everything that we do for a group of people who, generally speaking, are almost a non-entity, right? It's almost statistically like non-existent compared to the rest of the population. And that's not to say I want people mistreated for that reason or ignored. You know, everyone has issues that deserve attention sometimes. But the point is that we, we, we talk about this stuff, like the word cisgender, for example, which is another word that just gets me. We say the word cisgender like there's some reasonable expe- expectation that your child at birth is going to be trans. That's stupid. It's not a reasonable expectation when out of the, what, half a, half a billion people in this country, like less than 1% are trans? And of those people, how many people transi- detransition? How many people are doing it because of some kind of societal... Uh, like a, like a social like pressure, like a peer pressure. When you, when you, when you hear about some teacher's class in a, you know, in an area and like more than half the kids are, are like con- saying they're queer or trans, like something's up. I don't care how you put it. It's not about society evolving, and become more accepting. I mean, if it was like, what the fuck are you guys talking about every day? Cause every day we hear about how society just wants to kill you. So pick one. What is it? Is society more accepting or is society lining up to murder you? Because frankly, judging by the narratives and what we hear about on Trans Visibility Day, I gets the second one. What I think is more likely is that most of the lobby here is full of shit. Do I think that 
trans folks like have issues that don't deserve attention? No, I, I think they very well deserve attention for some of these issues. But nonetheless, they're issues. They'll be the first to tell you that. I've never seen a trans person who talks about this stuff publicly that isn't ripping off all the other shit they're, they're suffering from. Do you not think that if the other issues weren't issues that there wouldn't be this dysphoric problem? Not for everybody. I'm sure some people are are completely like their brain is completely in line with the opposite gender. I don't think it doesn't exist. I'm just saying, you know, there's more discussion to be had here. There's more than enough reason to discuss the social issues behind this and surrounding this. And lastly, stop fucking with our kids. Just stop doing it. Stop like trying to replace parents. Stop trying to deny kids the understanding through their education, that everything about what exists today, look around your room, look at everything on the wall, look at the thing that you're listening to this on. Nothing would be here if not for the perfect complementary relationship between man and woman. That's it. There wouldn't be this if not for that. The debate today doesn't bring us closer to like that type of recognition of what the reality is of, of man, of mankind. It takes us further away from it. And when it's reinforced by the highest, the, the, up, the upper echelons of it all, even a flailing fucking hapless administration like Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, it, it, when, when those folks, in spite of their stupid, stupid takes on everything, in spite of the fact that Joe is actually just dumb, like he's a stupid person, and in spite of the fact that Kamala has always been a fucking shell and a fake that no one actually respects or looks up to or considers a good leader, in spite of that, when those people speak just by the, vir like the virtue of their positions in society, which is the highest, one and two, right? But the highest, people are going to listen to that. And when you affirm stupid shit, what you get is stupid people. And what do stupid people make? Stupid decisions in parenting, and they provide terrible examples for their kids who are innocent. I won't call the kids stupid because it's not their fault when they're told bullshit and fed this nonsense. Stop infecting kids with trash. Stop pushing on them this idea that they have to be oppressed in all things, including their fake gender. No one wants to see them harmed. Only the worst of us. And even those of you I disagree with overall, I see as pretty good people. And I think most people are equally good. There aren't enough bad people in the world, or at least in the country to make this, you know, language genocide occur against, against the LGBT community. You know, not everything that's spoken of in protest or questioned because it's impacting your life and your kids. Not everything about that is bigoted. Not everything about that is born of hate. Most of it, in fact, for some of the most religious groups, is born out of like true sense of love, of, of true sense of empathy. I'm not coming from that angle in spite of me being a pretty devout Catholic. I'm coming from that the angle as a dad. Teach your their kids to be better people and to recognize the reality of the biological world that they live in. We're emerging from a pandemic in which you guys couldn't shut the fuck up about science when most of the time we were just talking about the social reactions to the science, right? That's what you didn't get. We were talking about the reactions and how that turns into social, how that social reactions and how that turns into policy. In other words, they were political discussions. 
valid for people without science degrees, valid for non-epidemiologists to speak about, and you couldn't have it. But here's a situation in which your science is being replaced with total mythology and we're supposed to come at you like you're, like you're the PhDs? No. No. It doesn't take a genius to understand where we come from. It doesn't take a genius to understand what the very basic reasons behind our existence and, our, and the reason why humanity thrived and survived over the, the millennia. It's because of that perfect union between man and woman and how it's a complete 50-50 thing. It fits perfectly like a puzzle piece. What you're fucking with is the very essence of you, whether you like it or not. I don't care what color flags you have outside your house. I don't care what you, you do and how tight you pull your underwear. You can't get away from the fact of what human nature is, was, will always be. And you can't hide from the fact that we see you for where you're taking this, which is into the realm of a child abuse, um, intimidation, psychological harm. It's unforgivable. We're not going to stand for it. And if you think for a second things will get easier from this point on, you're fucking fooling yourselves. Can't wait to have this conversation at the next Trans Visibility Day because we're just going to be seen more and more and we're going to get louder and louder speaking out against the stupid shit you guys say on days like these. Thanks.